Hello everyone and welcome to Brick by Brick. This is a podcast that focuses on the intersection between faith, leadership, and psychology. I'm Dr. Terrence Booker and I'm going to be your host. Super excited to share with you today. So everyone, get comfortable, relax, grab you a notebook. Let's get ready to learn and grow. If you're in the States, this week we celebrated the holiday of Independence Day. And for many of us, that means traveling to our homes or other destinations. And for us, that means traveling for six plus hours. So plenty of time on the road. And for me, prime thinking time. One thing that I often think about as we travel home or things such as the dynamics we're going to walk back into with the family. Who are we going to see? What are we going to do? How have things shifted or changed since the last time we were there? And inevitably, I'll eventually get to the point where I start thinking about different memories from the past, different traditions we had, people we used to spend time with, maybe even some traumas or situations that weren't so pleasant. And I experience a wave of emotions and thoughts and feelings as I'm making this six plus hour trip heading to home. And it's a combination of excitement and joy, but some sadness, some confusion, et cetera, et cetera. It made me think back to a model that I learned early in my mental health career. And it's from Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. If you haven't heard of her, she was a Swiss-American psychiatrist that studied near-death experiences. She wrote many books, and one of the most popular was on death. And in Kubler-Ross's studies, she actually came up with the five stages of grief. People may have heard of this model before. If you haven't, the five stages consisted of Denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. This five-stage model is one of the best-known descriptions of the emotional and psychological responses that people often experience when they are faced with life-changing illness or situations. Now, I was tying this model in because when I taught workshops a few years ago, there was one specifically I taught on change. And this model actually came about again because some businesses were thinking through how to help employees process or integrate changes into their day to day. So Kubler-Ross's model has also been identified as a good change model as well. Now, before we get into the model and what it shifted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about how we as humans are actually creatures of habit. We like our routines, our processes. We like things to be in specific places and orders, and we actually expect for things to be that way. And the smallest shift or change to that can disrupt our, our day or our lives drastically. In our mind, we have neurons that fire when we're learning a new habit. And those neurons start out with small traces of neural pathways that they travel on to kind of connect the dots to help us become familiar with this new habit. And eventually those traces become stronger to build these networks and neurons that fire very rapidly so we don't have to think about that skill or that thing that we're doing over and over again. We almost instantaneously go into that habit from time to time. When you think about change, our brain actually processes change as loss. 
No matter how good the change may be, how impactful it may be, our brain says, wait, we've been traveling this pathway. We've done this thing so many times and now you're shifting from that. So this change is a loss and it can be hard to really process or even shift or integrate that new information process change into your day to day. Because again, we're creatures of habit and our brain has built this system or these highways or networks to make sure we stay consistent with that. Now, as I go back and start thinking again about the trip home and traveling, it really made sense. The reason why I went through like a just a plethora of emotional responses going home, having that excitement and anticipation, but also worry or grief or just stress thinking about some of the trauma and the situations that are presented when going home. It made me think, man, I need to share this model with other people, especially as holidays continue to come, because you may experience some of these thoughts or feelings around how it feels to go home or change or adjust. Maybe it's a loss of a job, loss of a loved one, maybe a loss of a relationship, Um, maybe life situations didn't quite pan out the way you anticipated or you expected to get this internship or this opportunity and it wasn't there. Maybe using Kubler-Ross's change curve can help you really understand and navigate through it. So when looking at the change curve, it actually adjusted a bit. It has a few more layers to it than just the original grief model. And when you look at that, change has been described or the curve has been described to have seven different phases. So there's the shock, denial, anger or blame, bargaining and self-blame, depression and confusion, acceptance and problem solving. And this is not a model that's meant to be a linear start at step one, go all the way to the end. This model is a curve and it demonstrates that we can go back and forth on this curve. Depending on the situation or scenario, some of us may start with acceptance and go back to shock. or We may start with anger and denial and then get to problem solving. And that's a normal response to the emotional stress or strain of change, loss, even illness in these situations. As you look at this model, the one thing that's consistent is time. It's going to take time to process this thing or integrate this change. And it's normal for us to go through that. But really seeing that, wow, there is different emotional responses that may happen and it's okay. I wanted to share this model and the example of how to support others who may be going through change or even you as you're going through change. So the next time you're going through a major change or maybe you're taking your team through a change, we have a friend that you're trying to support. Hopefully we can practice some self-empathy and give empathy to others to realize that change is phases. It's not a linear, linear line. It's a process and we can shift from feeling okay to not being okay. And this is a good way to do some processing or even point people to this tool to get help to process as well. This has been Brick by Brick, a podcast at the intersection of faith, leadership, and psychology. 
Thank you so much for your time and your attention. We'd love to hear from you. Please send us in your voice messages. Want to know what's really resonating with you as you're processing through the content. If you like, please do like and subscribe. Also, think of a few people that you would like to share with so they can gain this value as well. I look forward to continuing to learn and grow together. Till next time, see you again soon.